Good morning, it's Friday the 5th of November. It's Fountain Pen Day. Happy birthday, Chris Jenner, Brian Adams, Tilda Swinton, and Tamsin Outweight. There were 3,024 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday with 458 people in hospital and 90 being treated in intensive care. Paul Reid, CEO of the HSC, says the consistently high case numbers are going to place huge pressure on the health service in the next few weeks. And Colm Henry, the chief clinical officer, says that it's not just the ICU cases that are causing the pressure. But there's always a cohort of patients outside intensive care who may be deteriorating or provided with an additional intensity of care beyond the usual care given on wards. And we're seeing an increase in that. People giving assisted high flow oxygen or sometimes what's called non-invasive positive pressure ventilation where they're giving lots of, giving lots of oxygen with a, a tight mask around their, around their face. So we've seen an increase in that to about 290 patients at this point in time. And that's uh, during in January when we saw the worst surge, it was 500 or above. But nevertheless, a concerning increase in recent weeks. The government published its long-awaited climate action plan on Thursday, unveiling a 200-page proposal to reduce emissions by 51% by the year 2030. Michal Martin says it's the right time to make the move. For the sake of our children and for the generations to come, we must confront the reality we now face. The time to step up is now, and we all must have the collective courage to do so. There's due to be a national dialogue on climate action, and there's also considerable funding available, up to €125 billion to help ease the transition. Donatelia Varadkar says no one is going to be forced to make changes. Nobody's going to have to give up their car, and nobody's going to be forced to buy an electric vehicle. But when the time does come to change your car, we want to make sure that the balance of incentives and disincentives is right, so that you make the decision to go electric. Sinn Féin leader Mary Lou Macdonald says it's not coherent and it's not impressive. I think what we've seen today is largely a rehash of 2019. Um, I think it's very high on rhetoric. I think it's low on detail. And I think the figures don't stack up. I mean, there's a huge reliance on what they call private finance. There were a string of US elections this week, largely at state level and with two governorships up for grabs. The Republicans pulled off a victory in Virginia as Glenn Youngkin beat Democrat Terry McAuliffe despite a high-profile Democrat campaign which included Barack Obama, Biden and Kamala Harris. There was some better news for Joe and his prospects in New Jersey, however, where Governor Phil Murphy narrowly won his election to become the first Democrat governor to be re-elected in New Jersey for more than 44 years. If you want to know what the future looks like, folks, come to New Jersey. If you want to understand where America is heading, look to New Jersey. A new study by Imperial College London says that COVID cases were at their highest ever level in October in the UK, driven by a spike in cases in school children. It's good news then that the UK has just become the first country to approve a new antiviral pill, which is intended for use by people who've had a positive COVID test and have at least one underlying condition. Health Secretary Sajid Javid says it could be a game changer. I'm delighted to confirm that today we have become the first country in the world to approve an antiviral for COVID-19, molnipiravir. This treatment has been shown to reduce the risk of hospitalisation or death for COVID-19 patients by 50%. 
I'm now working with my teams across government and the NHS so that we can urgently get this treatment to the most vulnerable patients as soon as possible. Still to come on the Smart 7 Ireland edition, The Rock speaks out on Hollywood guns and we pay tribute to Lionel Blair. Right after this. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. Thursday night means Europa League action and Europa Conference League action if you're Spurs. There was a 3-2 win for Celtic while Rangers drew one all with Bronby. West Ham could only manage a 2 all draw with Genk and Leicester also drew one all with Spartak Moscow. Spurs had a dramatic start to new manager Antonio Conte's reign, grabbing three goals in the first 28 minutes against Dutch side Vitesse Arnhem. They fought back, however, leaving the final result 3-2 in a game that had probably too much drama for a new boss. It was a crazy, a crazy game, you know. Usually, and uh, I don't like this this type of crazy game. It means that uh, anything can happen. At the same time, I think that we should win, and we won. The investigation into the fatal shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchinson's is still ongoing and the event has already had an impact on Hollywood. The Rock Dwayne Johnson announced that his production company Seven Bucks will immediately stop using real guns on set on any of their TV or film productions. Yeah, that was a terrible scenario that happened. I've known Alec for uh, many, many years. He's a buddy of mine and my heart goes out to the families of, uh, of everybody who was involved. Moving forward... On any Seven Bucks production, in television or film or otherwise, we will not use real guns uh, ever again. We are going to be using rubber guns and we'll take care of it in post. The death was announced on Thursday of entertainer Lionel Blair. He was 92. He had a showbiz career that spanned eight decades and he was a genuine entertainer with roles which included dancing, acting and TV presenting. He was perhaps most famous for the game show Give Us a Clue on which he was a long-running team captain. But he also played a choreographer in the Beatles' Hard Day's Night, appeared on Big Brother and famously had a dance-off with Sammy Davis Jr. at the Royal Variety Performance. He spoke to The One Show in 2019 about the time he took Sammy shopping in London Rest in peace, Lionel. He said, do you have to leave now? I went, no. He said, would you take me shopping? So I said, yeah, yeah. He said, I want to go to a place called Hayrods. Harrods. Down here, I want to buy presents for Kirk and Tony. Who are Kirk and Tony? Kirk Douglas and Tony Curtis. As you do. What did he do? Give us a clue was very big at that time. And people were asking me for my autograph. He said, you're obviously very well known. Why don't we do a number together on my show? I said, I don't think the director would allow it. He said, it's my show. And that's how it happened. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Produced and published by Daft Dogs.
Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.